Hello everyone, my name is Victoria Lewis and I'm a graduating senior at Michigan State University working towards my Bachelor of Arts in Communications while studying Entrepreneurial Business and Communication. This podcast is brought to you by the College of Communications, Arts and Sciences at Michigan State University and its very own Entrepreneurship and Innovations Binder. We are going to be discussing communication and gender in business. This is such a controversial topic because we see so much emphasis being put on gender pay gaps, positions being offered based solely on gender and more. Many do not talk about it, but businesses tend to see an increase in their sales when their company holds that gender and race diversity. According to Hearing 2009, a researcher who recently did a study on diversity and pay amongst race and gender and, of course, business, and I quote, the value in diversity perspective argues that a diverse workforce relative to a homogeneous one is generally beneficial for business. This is so important because avoiding hiring a diverse staff within your company could possibly slow down these benefits that Hearing discusses in his study. I personally see this is important, you know, to a company's growth. I think the more diverse your employees and your staff are, the less controversy you face from the outside world and the better increase you may just see in your financial history. In my opinion, based on research I have done, in the past on gender stereotypes, equal pay. This topic is so controversial in business. This topic is still controversial. And we tend to see a lot of it on media where people are constantly having their own put input on whether they do not see any major changes being done to close these gaps. Um, we see in between gender inequality or that women are gaining too many benefits from working in the office. And we have, in fact, seen some changes being done to close those gaps. But I would love to know, is it honestly enough? Gender is such an important aspect of a human's identity. According to a book written by Wood and Eagley in 2008, and I quote, gender represents a collective identity that individuals, that individuals adopt when they define themselves as a member of one sex group as opposed to the other which can be extensively different from how we define sex which is your sexual identity woman or man you are innately born with people tend to think of the traditional basics of gender when we are discussing femininity which holds factors of being sensitive and caring and acceptance of negative treatment by others and are expected to be these quote-unquote super women then we have masculinity, which holds um, the title of being aggressive and sexual, self-reliant, and our most heard of trait, do not be a female. Because we see this huge difference, you know, in gender, we see a communication difference among each gender due to, you know, these societal expectations that stem from, stem from identifying as masculine or feminine. And just because an individual identifies with that specific orientation does not mean that we are any different from each other. According to researchers at the University of Wollongong, Australia, at the University uh, and the University of Manchester, UK, Barry and Davison wrote did a study um in two thousand and six, stating that evidence from a variety of fields suggests that communication issues contribute to the creation of barriers 
to women's advancement in organizations or at least to a variety of misunderstandings between women and men in a work at a workplace. I remember when I first started my entrepreneurship innovations minor at Michigan State and I would attend several business ventures and had to compete alongside other men. There would be times when they would say I would come off as too aggressive and expected not to communicate in the manner in which I was. But then they would turn around and, you know, reciprocate the same communication styles and never seen it as a problem, which caused several continuous disagreements between us. Communication barriers like this are interesting because I see um, the arise from expectations that we hold among each gender when communicating in our place of business or even just in general. It can become competitive between two or more people um, conversing in a topic in which you are trying to, you know, get your point across or enforcing your voice to be heard. This is bad for the business as well um, as the health of the workplace environment. Now, when we talk about business, there's, of course, that division of labor, meaning majority adult women are in the workforce and men are more likely to only do 13 percent of homework. But what sparked my interest the most about this topic is the common stereotypes that arise from what I call gender jobs, meaning what you gender jobs or what you can label as ideal workers, um, meaning what you think the gender of an individual who's working that job title is or, you know, what the, you see them as. Everyone has their... <clears throat> <clears throat> Everyone has their own personal reaction when they think of jobs like a professor or a nurse or a mailman or a hairstylist, a soldier, secretary, and, of course, the list goes on. I find the way we communicate and build these assumptions among topics like this, we gain... Just by hearing or, you know, reading a job title and the ideas we place just in our thoughts is disappointing in the way we we communicate, which can also describes um, these beliefs we gain as a stereotype. According, According to Kana Harish 2006, a stereotype, and I quote, is a belief about a group of individuals. Gender actually goes a long way into business, and it's very sad when you see certain statistics about women who are in these male-dominated careers. Then we have those traditionally male careers where 25% or less of those in the field are women, and only 20 21% of computer programmers are women. When I hear statistics like this, it actually frustrates me because then I get this question of what are we honestly doing as a community, as a society of business, um, gender gender identification, citizens, or even simply just humans to build equality across all aspects of life if we're still seeing issues like this at large. I've never really honestly, really honestly thought of statistics like this to be positive because these numbers rarely increase and society still sees still holds this inaccurate statement that women are fundamentally incapable to take on similar tasks as men. More than half of bachelor degrees are earned by women and half of all science and engineering BAs are also earned by women. But far fewer half than um half of that work in science and engineering jobs. According to a study done by the Persuasive uh, Books Group, Kantar in 1993 wrote, The problems of women in the managerial roles, a preference for male bosses, an image of women's controlling style, spring 
and to focus as a problem of powerless, not sex. They seek to explain that people gain these individualistic opinions that women are powerless compared to men in managerial positions. And many people tend to hold a preference for men as bosses more than women. A review done by Hearing in 2009 studied diversity pay based on race, gender, and the business case for diversity, and they studied the value that diversity holds in a workforce. The findings in the research that was conducted was tested by several hypotheses and showed that, and I quote, racial diversity increased sales revenue, more customers, greater market share, and greater relative profits. Gender diversity increases sales revenues, more customers, and greater relative profits. This not only shows the influence diversity has on race, but gender and businesses as well. And the difference that um and profit are obvious when a company shows diversity among gender, but yet we still see this huge gap in pay and careers between men and women. And this raises a big thought in my head about gender discrimination and if businesses are still facing these problems in this new century. According to a study done by Baines and Shell in 2006, investigated women in more than 400 firms in comparison to men, and they state that women were found to have less relevant experience of industry and had started fewer businesses than the men had, but men and women's firms in all three industries were equally likely to survive and grow, showing that Corporations that are holding men and women in the same positions are likely to thrive in the same high spe- high aspect. Even when research um, being done to help corporations see the importance of not allowing gender to be a determining factor for business, we still tend to hold you know certain stereotypes and offer less opportunities to women in business than men. I definitely think, you know, that these studies put a highlight on issues that gender inequality is still being faced today, as well as the communication barriers that people tend to hold to women accountable in the workforce. And these studies also put, you know, an emphasis on the importance of having contrasting opinions, but the benefits that come from both. Today, I actually brought in a businesswoman who not only makes her own advancements, but has worked side by side in the same paying position as a man who I'm sure has faced controversy. Her name is Alicia Boyd. She is a University of Michigan graduate who also worked as a communications major manager with a BA in um, Spanish. Hi, Alicia. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. Um, so I want to thank you, for, of course, for being a part of my podcast. Um, I brought you here to actually talk to you and gain insight on like some of your personal experiences in business and talk about gender and communication and everything else that has to do with, you know, these stereotypes and um, controversy that women face inside of business t- today. So my first question is, you know, being a woman who has worked in several fields of business and Several of those positions worked alongside a man who has also been in the same position as you. Have you ever felt like you faced controversy or like been in any stereotypic situations in which people probably like diminish your capabilities of like your positions or like what you're able to do? Or like have you ever just plain out like felt any type of disrespect from anybody at work? Um, I think definitely it's it's hard like as a woman to not have to deal with those kinds of 
situations. I remember um, really specifically, like, one time when I went to a meeting, um, there was, like, a problem with the audiovisual setup, and whoever organized the meeting couldn't figure out how to get a presentation to display on a projector screen. And so they were kind of fighting with it, and I saw um, a, the guy, it was a guy doing it, who had coordinated the meeting, and he couldn't figure it out, and so I just went over there, and I said, do you want some help, and he's like, yeah, we're supposed to be in 30 in a few minutes, I don't know what's wrong with this thing, and so I went over to help him, and I got it working, um, he just, like, it was the same kind of projector that we had, so he just wasn't hitting the button that he needed to hit for it to display, so I figured it out, he's like, oh, thank you so much, and I sat down, and then when the presenter got up there, um, he immediately said, he's like, you know, thanks a lot to Jeff, who was the guy, for getting the projector going. Like, I was fighting with it earlier, and he saw me helping the dude. But it's like, sometimes I feel like whenever you're part of, like, a group like being a woman or being a person of color, it's so easy for people to just, you're invisible. You're never really seen. So it's sort of like he saw me over there helping but in his head, he probably thought the guy was helping me or something just because he was a white man. Right. And then the guy who I helped didn't say like, oh, it was because it was a pretty small meeting, you know, it wasn't like any huge production. So he could have been like, oh, well, actually, she helped me or she figured it out. I didn't know what I was doing, but he just was like, kind of like, oh, you know, no problem. Right. So I think like that's just a small example, but stuff like that happens all the time where you go somewhere and people just assume that you're in a support role or that, you know, you sometimes that you don't, you're not supposed to be there at all. Right. Um, depending on what kind of room or environment you're in. So right. definitely that's happened to me. Right. So do you feel like men and women like in business, do you feel like they face like communication barriers or like, is there ever a time where you feel like women and men just do not know how to communicate effectively and like being in the same position in business? Yeah, I feel like women, we often feel that need to sort of prove ourselves. Um, And we're constantly trying to prove that, you know, we do deserve to be in this room. We do deserve to be in this this role or to have this level of responsibility. And sometimes what that can lead to is kind of overcompensating or, um, you know, being a little bit more, um, I don't know, not necessarily sensitive, but sometimes I think, you you sort of want to make sure that people know that you're the one that's in control. And sometimes that can lead you to, to go all the way to the other end of the spectrum, where the guy might just walk in, especially a man who's like used to being in a position of power, who's part of the majority, who's part of that dominant group. He walks around like he owns the place and with this confidence that it's hard to have sometimes. Um, as a woman, especially being new to a role, you don't, you just don't feel that way. You feel like people are sizing you up. You feel like people are judging you and you feel like, um, you kind of have to, to go at the extra mile to prove that, that you deserve the place and the position that you're in. And so I definitely feel like that leads to misunderstandings. It absolutely leads, um, to sometimes arguments or disagreements, um, because, you're trying to kind of balance those two things and you're dealing with so many other layers and emotions that uh, men just don't have to deal with. Right. So like going into this conversation about gender and, you know, having like that diversity in like a business, how important would you say gender diversity is in a business? And like, why, why do you feel like it may or may not be important? 
working in environments that are not diverse, for them to sort of forget that, you know, the perspective of that other person, that other group is super duper important. Um, a lot of times, like, I don't know, like you just, you find that people just, they, they cannot put themselves in the other person's shoes. And I think it goes both ways, right? So like if you work in an environment where it's 100% women, um, you're going to miss certain things because you don't have a male perspective. But so often, like you said, in communications and business, it's the other way around where there's all these men who are sitting at the table and we get so used to seeing that that sometimes you forget that the things that they're talking about don't impact them at all or it impacts them 50%, you know, but the other 50% of people impacted by it are just not represented at all at the table and they don't have a voice in the decisions that are being made. So, yeah, I feel like it's really crucial. I think that it just when you're in an environment where it is diverse and where everyone's voice is being welcomed and listened to, um, you can see people accomplish really amazing things. Right. So has there ever been like a time where you personally experienced where you were probably working on a project or like working on something that uh, was good for the company that you personally feel like you had like backlash or like doubts because you know, you're a woman or maybe a time where you personally experienced doubt that you were like, capable of doing something you know for your business or like a project or something you're working on and like everybody was just looking at you like oh she's not capable of doing this because she's a woman or you feel like people ever looked at you like that or like personally said anything to you yeah like I I know um some years ago I did a radio show um down in like southwest Michigan and uh the person who had done the radio show for 12 years prior to me getting there um, was a male and he was older, different generation. And he had that really deep baritone radio voice. Um, and he definitely did not have a lot of confidence in my ability um, to, to carry the torch after he was leaving. He definitely thought it should be a man. And my supervisor at the time was dead set on wanting to change, you know, that show change that format. She wanted it to have, a different perspective, a different voice, and for some of the topics that were covered to be topics that were specifically tailored to uh, a female audience because a lot of um, the show was, it was a state-sponsored show. It was for a state department, Mm -hmm. and it dealt with um, public health issues. And so many public health issues touch mothers, they touch women, um, and those issues were not being addressed at all because he just, it kind of never even occurred to him, like, oh, well, maybe we could do a show about child daycare and how people who need assistance with daycare can get it. Or maybe we could do a show that touches on the fact that Michigan has a special kind of insurance that's for pregnant moms that, you know, everyone qualifies for that, you know, maybe we should get that out there and let people know um, that this insurance exists. But it was it was just one of those things where it didn't occur to him because it just didn't impact him like it impacted us. And so, um I definitely dealt with certain callers who would call in and say, like, where's Jerry? Or, right. <laughs> you know, like, what happened? Usually they were women. Um, where is he at? Why is he not doing the show anymore? But at the same time, what you find is that you also open it up so much to, like, this new demographic that wasn't even listening before that heard a woman and that was kind of like, wow, it's a woman. And the show was in Spanish. And so they're like, it's a woman. She's speaking in my language, I want to know who this person is, 
and they were excited because it was someone new and it was a different kind of, of, of feel to the show and there were different topics that were being considered and so they definitely felt like that was more exciting but so I think that it's just a lot of times fear of the unknown and fear of change right. also makes people fall into those gender stereotypes and just decide like no maybe we should just leave it the way it's always been right okay and then um so do you feel like going into of course how we've been talking about gender now communication of course it's important for a lot of reasons when we're working in a business but do you feel like communication is you know that outlet for a, a thriving and a effective business yeah I mean I think so often that a lot of times issues around gender and around making sure that people feel heard and that they understand each other's viewpoint it's sort of taken for granted it's not something that a lot of organizations make a concerted effort to approach and say like okay we definitely need to have a conversation about this and we also need to test it with um with a focus group that is is diverse that includes different genders it's usually something that people just kind of they sort of you very casually say like oh well we had one woman there or oh well you know the lady who was running the focus group was a woman so if there was a woman in the room Right. And they don't they don't necessarily um, make a, an intentional effort to include everyone in those kinds of decisions. I definitely feel like once you start to have those open conversations about like, OK, how what are we doing to include everyone or what are we doing to consider everyone's opinion? Right. Um, it, it becomes more and more part of the process and people just get used to it. But, yeah, unless you start to say those things out loud, unless you start to be the person in the meeting who is going to bring that up, and maybe people will roll their eyes at first, but as time goes on, um, a lot of times those those people who are complaining or grumbling about it, their voices get quieter, and other people will start to do the same thing, and they'll say, because they see the benefit, and they'll say, like, oh, yeah, okay, we definitely want to make sure that we have at least you know, half of this group be female because we, we had such a good, um, we had so much good feedback the last time when we included more women in it, or there were so many points that got brought up in that meeting that we didn't think about. So, right. um, yeah, I think it's just, it's starting to do that. And once you get it started, it kind of just, the momentum just keeps going. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Well, thank you so much, Alicia, for being a part of my podcast and, you know, giving us insight on what it is like to be a woman in business, you know, holding that higher ground. Appreciate you so much. Oh, not a problem, Victoria. It's my pleasure. All right, everyone. Now you know this topic of gender matters and stereotypes, pay gaps, and how we communicate among our opposing genders are extremely important and relevant to issues in the business world and communication skills that we effectively still face today, learning how to work and communicate with opposing genders, being inclusive and diverse diverse within the workforce, and not holding immediate stereotypes that diminish capabilities are vastly important still today. And we must seek to change the way we look into companies and fight for diversity and educate each other on how to communicate properly with people who identify as the opposing gender issue. That is all for today. And don't forget to tune in next week where we'll be talking about communication and, of course, advice as well as our favorite topic, business. Mm -hmm.